What up, what up? Hey, what up? This is the blind leading the blind. I'm Jeff. Ray. Hey, man. Uh, let's get into these topics. Uh, what's the first thing that you want to talk about? All right. The so, uh, my, uh, I think it'd be good to, you know, start off with, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, now that you're laughing, it's got to. <laughs> okay, so now we got to go to it. Okay. Or, oh. Was that not your first t- topic? No. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> I was I was trying to start off. I want to get the. <laughs> you want to get, get juices flowing. First? I want to get the hard stuff out of the way. Okay, get the hard stuff out of the way first. Okay, so let's let's, re- let's refresh, <laughs> restart, rewind, rewind. Okay, so it's it sucks that now that things are starting to pop up again, the shootings are starting again. Yeah, that's uh, that's American culture for you. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh. You know, sorry to hear about the uh, parlor shootings, the massage parlor shootings, um, the, uh, that was the situation one, right? in Boulder. Yeah. Okay. And in Boulder, Colorado, there was a shooting, I think, at the grocery store. And mm. today, um, someone tried to attack the Capitol building again today. Today? Yeah. The Capitol book? It was a single guy. He <laughs> yeah. He kind of he missed the whole riot, so he, <laughs> so he came up on his own time. Yeah. <laughs> so away. yeah, he uh, it was a single guy in a car. He drove. He tried to get there, but there was a blockade, and uh-huh. he crashed. He uh, crashed into some Capitol police officers. Um, Whoa, ended okay. up killing one of the Capitol police officers, and they shot him dead. That happened today. Jeez, man. Like, and I feel like it's only going to get worse the more the time uh, progresses as far as people getting back outside because it's not even like a fact of, you know, just people doing dumb things. Like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the, you know, fucked up people mm-hmm. have been in the house planning shit out and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of just really using their sick mind to just like think of and devise different ways to do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's instances like that guy. But then when you first start talking about shootings, I'm, th- I'm thinking that you're talking about just regular people that like in the street, you feel me? Like getting into altercations because I know me specifically, like there's like a new genre of fights that have emerged. It's just basically mm. people fighting with masks on. So that's how you know that the fight mm. is recent. You feel me? Cause it's like, you know, I think I've said this before, but one of these days I want to evolve past watching fight videos, mm. but it's not going to happen anytime soon. But it's just like when you watch a fight video and you got people just throwing bows and, you know, just fighting. And it's funny because, like, you'll see, like, their mask pulled down. It's like, oh, wow, this is recent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes if you'll see, a, like, an old fight, like, there are a few classic fights that, you know, that have gone viral and will forever be, like, engraved in people's memory. But then when you see new fights with people with masks on and shit like that, it kind of makes you laugh a little. Like, damn, they just let us out the house, yo. And yeah. surely enough, niggas don't know how to act right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and you know, even though COVID is terrible, it mm-hmm. was kind of a big band aid over all of this. And now that that band aid is it's peeling off, off yeah. because that the problem was never addressed. Like COVID mm-hmm. just stopped it. And now, so that, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? Well, the issue with these shootings become more and more common. And no one's nothing has changed, so they're gonna keep happening. Yeah, nothing's and, ever going to change. Well, I'll say ever. But yeah. And when COVID started, it still was never addressed, but it stopped because there weren't the crowds anymore. Ah. Uh, but it now shooters less of a target to hit type thing. Right, because I mean, from most of these shooters, they want to be known. They want to. They want to hurt as many people as they can, mm-hmm. and they want to be known. But with COVID, there were there wasn't that opportunity. So right, right. but um, because you know the problem was never addressed, and now that things are picking back up, it's starting right back up again. Yeah, and I feel like it's going to be worse. Than, like, granted, unfortunately, we did have to deal with you know shootings every other. You know, it seemed like a mass shooting happened, like, you know, don't quote me, but it's just like maybe like every month or every other month, something like that. But mm-hmm. now these motherfuckers are joking out like, you know, within every few days. We had like, what, three or four in the month of March alone. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I just feel like it's, I don't think it's, 
I don't know if it's going to be like a, you know, I don't know if it's going to start strong and then like die off yeah. or is it just going to keep on going and going and going and, you know, it's just, you know, that's just the, you know, the fate of the world, but, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see, we'll definitely see how that, you know, plays out, but yeah, stay safe. Like, honestly, because truth be told, I am for, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm all for people protecting themselves. So, you know, I definitely believe in people owning guns and shit, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big fan of, obviously, just people misusing their guns as anybody would do. But yeah. it's like, I'm all, yeah, like if somebody ever tells me, like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a gun, I'm like, hell yeah, do that shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm never mm-hmm. gonna, I'm not one of those people that want to ban all guns or want to um, not give people the right to, uh, not the right to, because I don't, I'm not, I'm not like a Second Amendment, but I'm like, fuck the NRA, first of all. <laughs> like I want to go ahead. I want to go ahead and get that out the way before I start sounding like a fucking Republican. But fuck the NRA. But um, I just feel like you know black people as a whole and you know people as a whole honestly mm-hmm. need some form or some way to protect themselves and need some way to you know I feel like a lot of people live in disenfranchised uh, neighborhoods and I feel like it's better to have something on you than not have something on you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, secondly, um, with the like, we we talked about it in the last pod with like the string of uh, Asian attacks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, some of the things I've been hearing, you know, people are revealing that they don't know any Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the things people are saying, especially like amongst Black people, where it's like, why? Uh, why should we support them? They don't care about us. Or like, they don't, you know, it's like, it's, sure it's, man. it's clear that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've only seen Asian people on TV or walking down the street. You don't really know any Asian people. Cause yeah. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie to you. As far as like close Asian acquaintances or friends, I maybe only have one that I can think of off the top of my head. And mm-hmm. I met them pretty recently. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I feel like I know black people that don't even got white friends. You feel me? That don't yeah. even like that don't yeah. even that like they all they interact with is black people. You feel me? And it's just yeah. like I feel like it's a good it's just almost like you know how like people always tell you when you, you know, hit eighteen, go mm-hmm. explore the world, get out your hometown type shit. Yeah. I feel like that felt that same train of thought process has to apply with you in friend groups. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I yep. feel like it does you no good to just stay around people that think like you and stay around people that will agree with everything you're saying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't see the other side of the, if you don't see the other side of the, I guess, fence, I guess, mm-hmm. you don't really truly get the joy of interacting with people. You don't have uh, a condensed version of the world mm-hmm. and yeah. you know everybody's on social media so all they see is just people just bashing certain types of people and they start to believe that shit too because they don't have any actual experience with other people mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah stay safe out there uh rest in peace to everyone affected you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, so yeah just wanted to get that out there i feel you i, feel, I mean yeah, it's, it's, i mean it's a crazy world we live in i don't yeah. think it's going to get you know i I think it's only going to be a, a a lot more of a interesting and eventful summer. Mm. Hopefully not. Hopefully not with you know mass shootings. Well, I just feel like it's just going to people are just going to act stupid. I just feel like it's going to be a lot mm. of dumb shit. Like even like the stuff in like Miami. You feel me? Mm. There's a, like granted everybody's always going to Miami for spring break, mm. but I feel like there's been a lot more negative attention to, surrounded this time. Yeah. You know? Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how everything plays out. Hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. Yeah. So, what do you got? All right. So, uh, <laughs> we watched this video right before the pod started. I thought that's <laughs> where he was going with at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, because we were laughing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Lil Nas X dropped a new music video called my called my name or something like Montero, something like that. Yeah. I don't even remember the name of the song. Um. Now, do, this, do we do we have to do an overview? I feel like we're we're pretty. Late. <laughs> I mean, shit. I like, think you we, already hey, know. Fuck it, let's talk about it, bro. Let's I think talk you about know it. What um, I can see why it was controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. I guess for 
you know, straight men, it's a little bit weird to just see it. You feel me? And, like, for the same reason that most straight men haven't seen Brokeback Mountain, because, like, I know what Brokeback Mountain's about, and that does not excite me at all to go watch that video or watch that movie. And it was just, it was wild a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I want to. <laughs> you feel me? It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, there are certain, like, okay, so let's give a, I guess, we can kind of go over what happened in the video if you haven't seen yeah. the video. So before before the pod, we watched the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I only saw the controversial part from like other videos and tweets and YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But now we watched the whole thing in total. Yeah, yeah. And uh, First of all, how many stars would you give it? Well, honestly, um, if you put aside all the controversial stuff, I thought this era of music videos was dead. Because it looked uh, like they put a lot of money into this. Hell yeah. Like, hell yeah, yeah, they, uh, for just from like production wise, costumes, CGI, like it was very up there. Yeah, because you gotta think of, that's what, that's kind of what they did with, uh, WAP. It's kind of funny because WAP and Montero are co- two like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they, you can tell that they knew that it was gonna be a, um, a very controversial type music video. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the fact that they knew that and the fact that they had their idea of what they wanted to do with that, they figured they better put all the resources that they possibly could into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, it was the production wise was great. Um, you know, it was a, it was a storyline to the music video. What just, you know, I, cause I hate music videos where it's yeah. just niggas jumping around with guns and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was a little bit more, you know, I don't know if I was interested in the story because I had already heard about whatever else was going on or mm-hmm. if it was just like I was actually paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. But um, you should uh, see back in the 90s, The Roots made a video called What They Do. I'm trying to think if I have seen that video. I used to watch, I know I've watched a whole lot of Roots music videos, but yeah. I don't know if I've seen that. It's basically one. a parody of the gangster rap video. Ah, Like there's a scene where it's all blurred out because everyone's wearing logos. And you can't uh, see nothing. <laughs> they did used to have to uh, blur out every single thing that <laughs> yeah. people wore. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. So. I'll I'll start it off with this. Uh-huh. When you read what he's been tweeting about, it's pretty clear what this is all about. Oh, he's trying to he's trying to give a big middle finger to all the Christian people, basically. Exactly, he's he's trying to hurt people that hurt hurt him him. in the past. Exactly, and these like super religious people that tell him like you're you're, you're going to hell. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He he went to hell on a stripper pole. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what he did. He went to hell on a stripper pole and and laughed in your face about it. Yeah. Um. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that it was. From what I had heard, from what I watched, I was expecting a lot worse. It mm-hmm. was uncomfortable. I feel like, I feel like we, I feel like a lot of, you know, I don't, I can't talk for all straight men, but I feel like a lot, especially people, uh, a lot of people in the black community. Period. Mm-hmm. I feel like homophobia is kind of running ramp, has always ran rampant yeah. in our community. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then now you have this black gay man, Lily, like. He took it to the not the extreme, <laughs> but like he he was yeah. like, hey, it's out here in the open for everybody. I mean, granted, everybody knew Lil Nas X was gay, mm-hmm. but I think it was, um, I think it's just like I said, I think it was a big middle finger. I think the the music video was just a middle finger to everybody that does not accept what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I heard initially before I watched the video, I heard like he was like worshiping Satan and yeah. you know all this other stuff. And I watched the video. I'm like, he wasn't worshiping Satan. But you got to remember, the people that were saying that were the same people that were making a big fuss about Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. The same people that yeah. were making a big fuss about Dr. Seuss. And both of those things were not, not a big even deal. remotely yeah. as bad as it was made <laughs> yeah. out to be. Yeah, because honestly, man, um, I was pray I was just so upset that niggas were gonna start talking about Illuminati again <laughs> because I was I just I, I just felt like the Illuminati plagued the black community for so long. Yep, yep. That's all people talked about. That's all mm-hmm. people watched videos on. Yep. Illuminati, Jay Z's Illuminati, Kanye's yeah, yeah. Illuminati. Da, da, da. They worship the devil. They sacrifice their best friends. And I'm like, that makes no sense. When you 
you know, when you disagree with the mainstream opinion, but you believe anyone on earth that makes a YouTube video. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's wild. That is wild because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. But uh, yeah, so you know, I, I think uh... <sighs> it's so funny, like, because we like we sat here and tried to talk about it, but I feel like we both know that it makes us uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. feel me? It's like obviously, you know, me and you don't have, you know. We, you know, we're accepting of all people and what they do and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's still always a little bit uncomfortable. You feel me? I guess, yeah. like, when the visual is right there in your face, mm-hmm. it's a little uncomfortable. And I know, like, there are people that will say, you know, oh, straight men always, you can see murder and death, but, you know, gays, doing gay people showing affection makes you uncomfortable. You feel me? Yeah. And I feel like that's a legitimate statement. Like I was just talking about, like fight videos, like bro, mm-hmm. watching fight videos, watching all that shit on World Star. People, mm-hmm. black people specifically, can watch that stuff, not cringe, and actually laugh at that shit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you know gay people, you know just either showing affection or doing something, you know, because Lil Nas X gave the devil a lap dance. It was, <laughs> it was like it was weird. I feel like it, it just causes a glitch in the system. Like mm-hmm. my brain, like you know. I think I've always, you know, granted, I don't have an issue with anybody gay doing, you know, gay things. It's just, it always causes a glitch in the system just because how I associate. Like, I associate, you know, stripper poles and lap dances with women, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when I see a man do it, it, it's like a glitch in the system. It's like, not saying that, you know, he deserves any type of punishment or anything like that. It's just always, like, different to see. Like, he was wearing wigs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It just causes you to, you know, like, just... Take a step back for a second because it's not what you normally are used to or normally see. Yeah. And I don't feel like you can you can you can't fault people for for being a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, if there was hate or malice in my heart and I was telling you, fuck that guy, da 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 obviously I would have problems. But it's just a little glitch in the system that just takes a second to get used to. Yeah. Uh I haven't thought this all the way through, so I might get canceled for this. But I, I think uh, <laughs> Go ahead, man. I, I think of I think of gay people as like people that like Brussels sprouts. So okay. oh, I, 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 go ahead. I can eat anything but Brussels sprouts. It's like the only <laughs> thing I hate. I don't I don't like the taste. I don't yeah. like the texture. Yeah. Like it's just not it for you. Exactly. But uh if, if I see someone eating Brussels sprouts, I'm not going to wait outside the restaurant for them to beat them up. Yeah. I'm not going to call my congressman and say like, why aren't you banning Brussels sprouts? What is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to, you know, if I catch my daughter playing with a kid that likes Brussels sprouts, I'm not going to, don't mm-hmm. you go back to that house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, but like even though all of that, I, it's still it's just not my preference. Like I I just yeah. do not like eating Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I definitely I, I understand. That's exactly kind of how I feel. Like I think it's just it's just going to take people a while to get not even take people a while to get used. To. I feel like our generation because honestly, LGBTQ came out what after high school. I had never heard LGBTQ until I got to, like, college, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, not obviously, people, like, grow up, you know, you know, if there are gay people and, you know, whatever else. But After think, you got out of college? Well, no, when well, I was in college. LGBT, oh, okay. LGBT. I had never, I don't think I've heard. I did, think you know, I heard probably, I think it was sometime in high school, probably. I mean, yeah, because granted, you know, obviously I know people, I obviously know there were men that liked men. Like, that mm-hmm. wasn't wild. But it's just like as far as like a community, as far as like labeling what was going on, mm-hmm. like LGBTQ, I just didn't know what it. Well, I didn't hear of it, or it wasn't whatever until I was like at least sixteen years old. Probably like I said when I went to college around like eighteen. So um, I feel like it just a lot of people grew up a good portion of their life with it without it being as mainstream as it is. Yeah, and I feel like just like. Just like there's a lot of people in the middle of this country 
who have never seen a black person in person. And that's why, like Wyoming, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure nobody in Wyoming I, has ever seen a black exactly. person. I am pretty sure there are plenty of people in Wyoming who have never physically been near a black person. Bro, my yeah. uh, one of my homies went on tour, and they were driving the tour bus through one of those Idaho, Wyoming, Iowa, one of those type of states, that mm-hmm. Midwest shit. And he said that they could, like, well, he was on tour. He was a DJ. So he, they were riding through, and they were, like, signing autographs. They were saying that they were, you know, whoever else. And, you know, granted, they don't know. Like, the people that they were talking to in Idaho don't know who the fuck they are. But they were able to sell that image that they were a lot bigger than they actually mm-hmm. were because those people have probably never seen. And they were telling, he, like, he was like, yeah, people would just be staring at us and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I completely understand it. Like, it's just... I feel like there's a lot of people on this earth, but there are also a lot of people that have, once again, like we just talked about at the beginning, mm-hmm. like people have not interacted with other types of people. Yeah. And I feel like that always just comes back and bites people because sometimes you say stupid shit. Sometimes people say, just because like out of not having any experience immersed in whatever type of culture. So yeah, we're, we're I feel like uh, last thing, um, well, how do you feel about the second part of it? The people part. weren't people weren't just offended because of the homosexuality part. They were offended with the like, oh, the the devil part. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a mixture of both. Like, if you really take a step back and think about, it, I feel like a lot of of his naysayers also feel a certain type of way about the homosexuality. But obviously, yeah, I, uh, the satanic part. I mean, shit. Movies have Satan in it. Uh, music videos previously have had Satan, Satan in it. I think it was the fact that he gave Satan a gay lap dance. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I feel like that's what... Because like I said, Satan is nothing new to music videos or, yeah. you know, TV, anything like that. That's just... Mm-hmm. That's, that's regular, you know? Mm-hmm. But giving the <laughs> giving the devil a gay lap dance is pretty new. Yeah. And I feel like that's what threw people off. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, um, so to my analogy, it was like watching little Nas X enjoying a big bowl of Brussels sprouts. And, <laughs> he was enjoying the fuck out of his Brussels sprouts. And I was just, you know, I, I did wince watching it because I don't like Brussels sprouts. But, you know, all all he could do, go ahead, like, enjoy, do what you do. And that's, and that's what, what I'm saying, do. like, yeah, it's just, yeah, because I know, because I've actually, because the thing is, too, it's like, you know, granted, we sat here and talked about how uncomfortable we were just sitting and watching it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I guess, well, me specifically, um, I know that I've worked. So I have this I have had a side job that I would I basically just go out and hand out shots, basically. So that's that's literally. The, the, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I go to like these major events and I talk to people about alcohol, like give them shots. Literally <laughs> the easiest job ever. And I've worked places where. Uh, at Pride Festival, right? So, like, you mm-hmm. know, there's Pride Weekend. So, it was like, mm-hmm. like I said, they had their festivals, there were club events, all this other stuff. And I've worked a lot of those events, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't say, like I said, it's, it, they're, just, everybody's just regular people. Like, I don't yeah. know if anybody, I just don't think that people really understand that everybody, I don't know, everybody's just different, but everybody's the same at the same time. It's just like, I mean, I lived, uh, I lived in downtown San Francisco during oh, Pride yeah. Week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. During Pride Week, when is yeah. Yeah. So again, like we we've already been exposed to it, and we understand yeah. that it's a preference. And yeah, it's like like I said, there's nothing wrong. Like I said, it's just it just sometimes it might take you back a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Uh. So. Um. What next? Let's see. Let's. Uh. See. What you got? Got quite a bit trying to think of uh, how to unload the clip. Yeah, yeah. So, um, are you familiar with Tom Hanks's son? Uh, I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he speaks patois. <laughs> <laughs> Your bumble clock. <laughs> uh, so he's saying that uh, this summer is going to be a white boy summer. Sounds racist, but go he, on. <laughs> so when he announced, he specifically said. Not a NASCAR Trump white boy summer. He said a Justin Timberlake John B. white boy summer. That was those were his words. Well, 
Uh, it, coming from somebody who's not a white boy, I hope not. <laughs> so, so he brought up some rules. He said uh, no plaid shirts. Okay. Um, I agree with him on that. I feel like plaid shirts is the man's default when they're confused and they don't know what to wear. They just <laughs> get the plaid shirt. And <laughs> All right. Uh, like Kanye said, y'all niggas wear suits because you don't know how to dress. I, ah. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> he was going to ban backwards caps, but he said he'll allow it. So, uh, there's some. <laughs> Is this the white boy spokesperson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will allow my soldiers to wear a backwards hat. Uh, what, so, are the, what are the rules uh, applied to white boy summer, man? Um, I think I might have seen something about Sperry's. Yeah, yeah. I think they're not fucking with Sperry's yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, just imagine. Okay. All right, let's flip the script then. Who do you, if somebody came out, oh, so hold up. Well, we got to think about this. So Chet Hanks is kind of immersed in the uh, black community, I guess. You know, black people no. know Chet. Okay. Uh, well, well he, define that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let, 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 let me explain. Let me explain. So there are black people that know who Chet Hanks is, yes. right? Yeah. So if we had like a reverse, like if we had a black person that is kind of really big in white spaces. Jason Derulo. Oh, that's a good one. That was a fucking good one. That was a great one. That was a good one. And I am impressed how quickly you got that shit. That is a perfect one. So Jason Derulo comes out, makes a pop electronic song and says, you know, this is a black guy summer, right? What rules would apply for black guys? So, like, you know how he banned, like, plaid shirts and sparrows and all that? Mm-hmm. Like, what would Jason Derulo ban, ban black people from doing? Uh, <laughs> what do we do that is detrimental? Honestly, clothing-wise uh, or... Honestly, I have a prejudice that I need to admit. Okay. I feel like admitting it will help me heal and help me learn better. Okay. Um, okay. When I see a black man wearing Sperry's, I assume he prefers white women. <laughs> that, I, that might be an accurate assumption. <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I had said that I did not think the same thing. <laughs> All right. So there's a strong possibility that if I see a black guy in Sperry's, or mm, I'm trying to think, what other? I don't know. Just the the things that he kind of named. I feel like if you see him on a black person or a black guy, you're like, I don't think he likes black women type thing, you know? Mm. So I feel like, let's see, if I see a black person. It's kind of tough. Kind of tough. Camouflage hat? Definitely a MAGA hat, so we're not even going to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't even yeah. talk about that. But if you see black person in a camouflage hat, I feel like mm. this that's just country stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. So never mind. We can't even throw the camouflage because, mm. surely enough, I know plenty of black people that hunt. Matter of fact, one I, of my. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying. I feel like besides the Sperry's, it's just a vibe. It's just the the walk and the talk. Remember that I'll one time you know. <laughs> that black people went crazy with Aeropostale yeah. in Hollister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that was one of those. I feel like growing up. That was kind of viewed as not for us. Mm, yeah. And then, surely enough, mid high school, about 2009 ish, mm. hey, everybody yep. wore Hollister, Abercrombie, mm. Aeropostale. You know, you know, their workers were pissed because they had to follow oh. people around the store every day. 24 mm-hmm. <laughs> No, yep. there's three of them? I can't follow all three. <laughs> <laughs> no, we only got one. <laughs> But yeah, good times, good times. But yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe Yeah. Tom uh, Tom Hanks is cool and it's cool to see, you know, it, it it's cool to see that there's a balance, you know. Uh he's not perfect because he exactly. creates that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see which of <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> say it. Fuck it. Say I'm it. curious to see which of Jay Z and Beyonce's kids will be the Chet Hanks uh <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's a good question. If there's going to be one that's getting in fights and bars, shooting out in the front. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if you have enough kids, one of those kids exactly. is going to be a fuck yep. up. Yep. Exactly. I feel like Agreed. after yeah. three kids, somebody's going to be a fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that's just too. <laughs> you're like batting too high of a percentage. You feel me? <laughs> I'm dr- yeah, because how many kids is 
does Beyonce and them have three, four, five? No, uh, well, I think three I, now. I know it's blue and then twins. The twins, yeah. Or is that it? I think so, yeah. Okay, so they got three. I feel like they might be able to make all three of those get to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know who CC? You know CC Wines got, like, 12 kids, bro? <laughs> like, was it CC Wines? The one, like, the old R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 90s R&B singer. She got, like, thir- 12, 13 kids, bro. Mm. It's wild. So I know yeah. she's definitely going to have at least three. <laughs> she's have at least three fuck-ups. Uh, well, we... uh, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden gets a lot of flack. Oh, see? How many, of... <laughs> how many kids does Joe Biden have? Quite a few. Uh, but, you know, the the guy Hunter, they're always yeah. talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's a certain ratio of good kids to fuck-up kids. That'd be a good duo. Chet Hanks, Hunter Biden. That'd be a good duo. <laughs> Chet Hanks and Hunter Biden. That is a uh, that is a sight to see. But uh, what you got? Let me see. So one thing that I got, I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently Saweetie and Quavo, um, there uh, there are screams of domestic abuse. There are screams of you know the Migos jumping. The guy that just you know who Justin LaBoy is, uh, the guy that, I know. All the girls put his posts in their stories. Yeah, yeah. So like that's where I know him from. Yeah. So Justin LaBoy, apparently he's like uh, he has a talk show. Yeah, we call it a talk show. He has a talk show on YouTube. For, it's like the Revolt TV, and uh, I know his Instagram is really popping. So like he posts a lot of toxic me. He like tells people to name one good thing about their ex. Just. <laughs> Just little shit like that. And apparently, so he has a TV show, and he in- interviews Saweetie. But now his co-host is actually um, used to date Saweetie, right? Mm-hmm. So Saweetie was up there with her ex-boyfriend and, you know, the most toxic nigga in the world. So obviously the questions got a little crazy. And it soon came out that Migo or that Quavo and her broke up. Then, here's where the real story happened. There was an elevator altercation that, uh, yeah, there was an elevator altercation that ended up looking like Sweetie threw like a slap or a punch. Mm-hmm. Quavo like was like boxing her out or something like he was like he got physical, not physical. They were fighting over a luggage. Yeah, it, I think it was like a Call of Duty game or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, but yeah, it looked. How do you feel about that whole thing? Uh. First, I mean, as a celebrity, it's got to be hard because uh, to keep things going, you have to keep yourself in people's minds. Like, you know, you always got to, as a celebrity, to keep things going, you always have to have something new, have something out there to yeah. keep your name out there, right? Yeah, you got to always be in the public eye. Yeah, but um, it... And with my opinion, with relationships, that tends to be the worst thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you want some shit to last, do not broadcast that shit. Yeah. And I think they were trying to, or more so, I'll be honest, more so she was going around, like, talking about their relationship. I saw she was on a few podcasts before this talking about, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, yeah. He buy me this, he buy me that. Yeah, yeah. And the, the Birkin thing, right. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I, I I'm not gonna say for sure that was the issue, but you have to deal with that hypocrisy when this mm-hmm. happens, and yeah. But as far as the uh, elevator incident, it looks like I mean, what happened before and after that is like what maintains every is what determines a lot everything. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, it, keep your hands to yourself. Like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, it's, I feel like um, you know. Obviously, I feel like the blame should have gone both. I don't. I don't think I saw as much blame going both ways. You know, I feel like I. Oh yeah, saw a I, lot more. It's not like um, what was the name of that football player that hooked that? Oh one? yeah, it was. Yeah. It was not a Ray Rice. Nothing situation. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Ray. It was nothing. Yeah, like Yeah, it that. wasn't a Ray Rice situation, but it was still a you know a physical altercation between a man and a woman. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like there was as much flack that was given to Saweetie 
as it was to Quavo, um, despite, you know, there was an actual swing on Saweetie's part. Yeah. And, there, and I feel like, you know, Quavo... And he was... And with him, it seemed like he was fighting over what she was holding. Yeah, and whatever then, that was. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he, like, pushed her with his body, and yeah. she fell over, and... It was like a box out, basically. Yeah. And was on the ground for a while, but um, now was from wondering. what? No, 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 because she was on the ground. I think she was like on the ground crying. Yeah. But then, like, the part that was like it wasn't funny, but it's like the elevator got to a certain floor, the yeah. door opened, like Saweetie's in the corner crying, Quavo's yeah. like off there looking into space. Yeah. And then you can see he white looked at people the camera like, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like you can see white people on the other side of the door. They were like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and they let the yeah. elevator close back and yeah. then just let them go on. It's not funny, but that was just a little something that, you know, that I noticed about that video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know, and and it's, it goes back to something I always said. A lot of times when relationships like this ends, it's a celebration. Like, it should have ended. They were both, they, they both should have been glad to be gone type thing, but. Yeah, yeah. The last time I was at a bar, there was these girls all dressed in black and they were having a divorce party. Oh yeah, divorce parties be lit, bro. Yeah, it's so uh, funny, and I and I like that because you know, um, usually when stuff like this ends, it's a good thing. Like it should have been. The bad thing is when it should end, but it keeps going. Relationships never end when they're supposed to. Yeah, that's one thing. But um, yeah, man, like I said, I mean the elevator incident. Obviously, you know, because technically he, I don't want to say he kept his hands to himself. But he's just, like I said, it's a, it's a physical altercation. It should never get to that point between, you know, a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, unfortunately, something that happened. Um, I just, you know, granted, you know, I feel like everybody should all keep their hands to themselves, sweetie included. Yeah. Because she threw a hook. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah, threw yeah. a hook. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nonetheless, what else you got? Um. So... Uh, Amazon was wilding on Twitter uh, last week's. What did Amazon say? So, um, for a very long time, there's been talk about how people are treated poorly at Amazon. Um, and honestly, not just the people who make the least money there, kind of all the way up and down. The blue-collar workers there, the white-collar workers there. Mm. It's a very, like... You're working harder than you're getting paid for. Yeah. And um, usually Amazon, Jeff Bezos, they're pretty quiet about it because, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how much people complain, they love the crap they buy and it gets to your, the, to your house yeah. quick. It's good so customer service. Most people just suck it up. Uh, but uh, it, Amazon, they've been the Amazon Twitter account has been getting super salt, salty this week. Mm. They're really starting to jump out there and get in the conversation. The PR person must have had a bad day. Uh, no, there. So we found out why, but I'll get to that. (laughs) So, um, they tweeted, uh, you don't really believe these stories about these like urine bottles and stuff. Do you, um, they tweeted that and it's like, you know, we pay $15 an hour, you know, we are a great company. And then it, of course, there's a lot of people that work for Amazon. A lot of people. Yeah, of course. So then, I know like five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to that Amazon tweet, people replied with tons of pictures of water bottles full of urine at wow. Amazon. Now, to break that down, um, what allegedly what happens is the demand, the quotas for Amazon are so high yep. that you literally can't take a break to use the bathroom or you'll miss your quota. I believe it. So you got to keep going. If you're a truck driver, you got to keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. If you take 10 minutes to use the bathroom, you're not going to deliver as much as, you know, as they want. And similar to like the people in the warehouses packaging, yep. like you got to keep working. You got to do as much as you need to do every day. Bro, I used to work manufacturing jobs at warehouses and factories and all that other stuff, bro. And when I tell you, the only moment of solace you get to yourself is when you go and take a piss, bro. <laughs> like I used to work like, uh, so I've had multiple factory jobs, but 
uh, one of the factory jobs I had, it was 12-hour shifts, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So we got 30 minutes for lunch, and I think we got two 15-minute breaks. Um, I think that's a normal thing. So 30 minutes for lunch, two 15-minute breaks. And anything else other than that, you're expected to be at your machine, uh, working your machine, basically. Yeah. Now, me. When I tell you that, you know, you might have taken a 15-minute break however long ago, but we all know 15-minute breaks don't last long enough. And mm-hmm. by the time you sit down, breathe, because granted, you're on your feet all day. Like, mm-hmm. you're, like, moving this, moving this, pressing this button, melding these things together, and then moving the whole product out, right? Right. So, me specifically, it's like I specifically remember I had to go, like, anytime I would go to the bathroom, it was, like, my, it was, like, almost like another break, and there's, like, such a a disdain for when you have to go back you feel me mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. damn you just like kind of go in there splash some water on your face it's like yeah. bro this shit sucks chris rock had a joke about that where you go in the bathroom and you just sit down and you just bro <laughs> <laughs> hey bro i'd be like yo i gotta go take a shit i'd be sitting on the toilet not even shit just yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> just I'm, chilling yep. bro like yeah like it's it is, and it's like I said, you barely meet those quotas even when you do it. It's like it depends on like how mm-hmm. stick, how much of a stickler you know your company is mm-hmm. about you meeting your quotas. But I promise you, you like they expect you to work twenty four seven, and that's kind of the crazy thing yep. about it is that you know humans obviously you know obviously would prefer for humans to have these jobs, but mm-hmm. a lot of this shit, if it gets automated, ro- robots don't complain, bro. Robots yeah. are robots, mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like a lot of the. I feel like a lot of manufacturing workers are going to be, you know, brushed out by automation, mm-hmm. just because of the fact that we are humans and we need breaks and we need to chill and we need to. There's just too much yeah. that's expected of humans in a manufacturing setting. Definitely. So uh, yeah, um, we so recently we figured out the reason for it. And it was because it was a direct order from Bezos himself mm. where Bezos looked on Twitter and he saw all these people complaining and he probably thought, oh, I'm paying these people $15 an hour. They they should be grateful. I just gave them that raise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he specifically ordered the Amazon Twitter account to start getting in there, but it instantly backfired. Mm. And, uh, you know, and not only were Amazon workers posting pictures of the like bottles of urine and the bags of feces that were mm-hmm. found from oh, people that would make me shit in the bag. I'd be like, yo, I'll miss my quota today. I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I, yeah. Um, but you know, some of them people, they got kids, they got sick kids, they got hungry kids. And that's, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's, and you know, that's, that's just, that's work in life, man. It's like, yeah, people only really work because they have to, mm-hmm. like nobody wants to go to a job that they hate because they hate it. Mm-hmm. Obviously if we couldn't go, we wouldn't go. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a shit show sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shit show. Pun not intended. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just remembered something. Uh-huh. A double whammy with the Amazon thing. Okay. Jeff Bezos' wife that he divorced. Mm-hmm. Richest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Married a high school chemistry teacher. Yep. <laughs> Shawty said she want to be happy. <laughs> she said she wants somebody that's going to show her some love. Now, let me ask you. Uh-huh. On the first date, you pay <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, if I'm dating the richest woman in the world... You got it, Shorty. <laughs> I, like, yo, my pride is not that big mm-hmm. for yeah. me to try to flex on somebody who got their money. Like, like, granted, if if it's like if you have a regular job, like, I don't have a problem with women making more money than me. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah, I'm just not going to try to overcompensate to make you think that money is more important than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, if it takes a fraction of your salary 
to fly us to fucking Dubai, and I had to spend my whole life savings to fly us to Dubai. You're gonna fly us to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that shit. Yeah, yeah. So first, I mean, I think it's dope. I think that. Uh, so I know quite a few successful women, mm-hmm. and I know that a common issue is when they earn more. It's hard to um, kind of make a relationship because a lot of men have that ego issue. Yep, ego. Yeah, and they feel like a lot of men make the wrong assumption that they have no purpose. Like, I'm supposed to provide, mm-hmm. but you don't need anything from me. It's like physically or monetarily. Um, so, like, what is my, you know, making that mistake. And uh, the the more money you make, the tinier and tinier your pool is of candidates. And That you, make more than you as yeah, far as, for women at least. Because I don't think exactly. they care. About, okay, go on. And, and when you talk about her, when you talk about her trying to find someone her age that she's attracted to, her bro, pool like is like four. Exactly. Hey bro, yeah. I don't even think it's that many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, you know, it's good that, you know, she was still able to work it out and she was able to find someone. And I hope that he understands, you know, what role I hope they agree on what role he plays. Because, yes, she's like, you can she, save your little money. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> all, all she needs from him is uh, it's some dick. It's that, all, that. <laughs> all she needs is that pipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is all she So let's think about it, right? So that's the relationship dynamic, right? So what if she tells you, right? So, Ray, so say you get with Miss Bezos, Miss X Bezos, right? <laughs> she made, she, well, she got, she don't even got to like make it. She 60 got. 60 billion or Exactly. Something. 60 billion in the bank. Mm-hmm. And she tells you, you don't got to work no more. What you doing? Are you continuing to work or are you going to be a stay at home, whatever, stay at home husband? Uh, it depends on if, if teaching is my passion and like, I love teaching, then maybe I'm talking about but, your job right now. So let's oh, say oh. your job right now. So, so if teaching was your passion, Oh, go ahead. Say what you were going to say with your passion, but I'll do both. I'll do both. Yeah, yeah. So if I was him, and teaching was my passion, yeah, then do that. But um, but then also I feel like uh, a big issue with work is like it really cuts in on your time with your kids. And yeah, like yeah. if I if you have the opportunity to spend all the time with your kids, mm-hmm. and like you know, but do you want to spend that much time with kids? That's yeah. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's tricky. If if he's that kind of person, then mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, um, Dave Chappelle kind of put it a cool way where, you know, money doesn't bring you happiness. Money gives you more choices. Yep. And opens doors. With money, access. you can make a choice that makes you less happy. You can make a choice that makes you more happy. But that ain't got nothing to do with the money. The money just provides you the choices. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it was me with what I do currently, I would probably uh, I would, I would probably quit my job. Mm. And I would, I would be on the philanthropic tip. Like I would, I would like to spend. So you want to spend her, so you want to give away her money is what you said. I would be, yes, yeah. (laughs) I would like to, you know, of course, you know, be a dad, be a husband. Yeah. But then in addition to that, I would like to be a part of the effort of like, what is the most effective way that we can use this money to make a positive impact? Okay. Okay. You know, when, because people have been talking about, Jeff Bezos, he has the money and he has the resources. Like Jeff Bezos, he has all of his money and he has the largest logistical system on earth. He has trucks the and best, planes and the warehouses. Best logistical system exactly. So a lot of people say that every single day he could choose to end world hunger if he wants to, but he decides not to. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, has, he can do it. <laughs> yeah. He literally has everything he needs to end world hunger, but he doesn't because he wants to keep, you know, yeah. making money and things like that. So it's like when you think of how much power you have and just figuring out like the most effective way to use it, that would be, I would be like interested in being in the, Ex Bezos Foundation and like figuring out where to do that. I ain't gonna lie, cause it makes me kind of wonder because obviously we don't know anything about their relationship, but it's always fun to assume. (laughs) 
So she has really been on a really big philanthropic kick since she left Bezos. And I was yeah. like, why was she not that philanthropic philanthropic when she was with Bezos, right? Because she's mm-hmm. she's been noted giving money to HBCUs and you know just And doing he's a- been known not to. Exactly. And it's yeah. like is that what I wonder what caused the rift? Like and then now the fact that she's dating a high school chemistry teacher, mm-hmm. it's just like I wonder what led to their demise. Obviously, it's it's easy to assume that, you know, he was always, you know, I guess wrapped up in his work and doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But it just makes you wonder, like, how how actually compatible were they? Or like, how, like, are they the same person or are they complete polar opposites? You're talking about her and Bezos. Her and Bezos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was with him for a long time. Like, she was with him before. Before he got big. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, she was with him shooting in the gym, basically. Yeah, yeah. So she deserved that money, apparently. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> she. She had what did they say? She has a lifestyle that she's accustomed to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sixty billion dollars worth. But um, but then you also gotta think about this. Mm-hmm. When you're in his shoes, you have a a you have a new enemy worth one hundred and eighty billion dollars. <laughs> Mm. His Amazon packages come slow. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's tough. How does it feel to have the richest man in the world hate your fucking guts? He could have you killed if he wanted to. Bro, that's power, man. Like, and if you got that much money, you can buy your way out of jail. I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah. you know, shit, even El Chapo bought his way out of jail, bro. <laughs> like, imagine what Bezos could do. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at least he didn't piss off a cartel ring. But, <laughs> yeah, man, I just I just think it's it's uh it's it's I wonder if she was damn, just imagine <laughs> all right. So you know there's always a big talk about, you know, women like guys with money and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But imagine I wonder if she waited until that they were until they were done to get with the chemistry teacher or if she was or if the chemistry teacher was a side nigga <laughs> while she was with Basil. Cause just imagine uh, imagine yeah. being the guy that's like, yeah, mm. she's dating the richest guy in the world. <laughs> but I'm fucking her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine like that's hey man, that's 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 that'll boost anybody ego, bro. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, that'll boost anybody ego. Yeah. But I wonder uh I wonder what color Birkin she bought him. Oh uh, man, she's <laughs> probably buying him Birkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, let me see. Let me see what else I got. Uh I think I had a little small something in here mm-hmm. about little Boosie smacking the shit out of somebody <laughs> for five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Boy, that man put hands on that, bro. <laughs> Man. Didn't he lose his Instagram again? I didn't even know he got it back, man. Yeah. He got it back and he already got it took away? I mean, he's like, he puts, he put literally like a vagina, like literally on his Instagram. That sounds And he like got banned and he was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, okay. Let's rewind a second. You know, you, you know, I love talking about Lil Boosie on this fucking uh, podcast. But with Lil Boosie, right? I just want everybody to take a look. From his perspective, mm-hmm. he was in jail for like nine years. Yeah. And if you are just getting out of jail, Boosie has done everything that a nigga that just got out of jail with money is going to do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you can't blame him for starting an Instagram live and saying, pull your pussy lips on live, I can get $1,000. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? That is exactly what Lil Boosie should do mm-hmm. because he just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. That I expect somebody that just got out of jail to act no other different way than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you know, he he probably needs to scale it back now. He shouldn't have got deleted the second time. You're just wilding <laughs> now. But, you know, when he was doing those crazy Instagram lives, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I am what he probably imagined his life to be after he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't fault him. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that what was that slant for? Was that just a contest? Oh, so hopefully you guys have seen the video. But um, Lil Boosie and the baby have a new video coming out. So uh, they were shooting a video in Charlotte. Um, the only reason that I didn't like this, so Boosie paid the guy five hundred and fifty around like five hundred fifty dollars for Boosie to smack him 
in the music video, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm all for that, but <laughs> I'm all for people making their own decisions. Hey, if I want to get slapped for five hundred dollars, I'll get slapped for five hundred for five hundred dollars. But my only issue that came with it is because the guy that they smacked looked like he needed the money. You feel me? Hmm. It looks like that was probably going to be his biggest come up of the year. No. So it was just like, if you really, like, you just, just like, I mean, granted, I don't know if he was in hair and makeup and all this other stuff. So, you know, hmm. granted, I can't make too many assumptions. But from the way that he was dressed and his demeanor and his speech pattern, you hmm. could tell that he was probably either homeless or in and out of halfway house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And surely enough, he got that payday, but I'm like, he needed that payday. So I don't think he would have done it. Mm-hmm. If he would have had like a regular job at like fucking Walmart or a regular job at the fucking bank or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, I don't think that the common person is going to get smacked on camera for, ooh, I don't know, $550. A college kid might do it. Yeah, definitely college. I'm trying to think how many grown adults will let another grown man smack them in their face. Because 500, that ain't rent. That's that's a car payment. Uh, but could be a vacation too. Uh yeah. Would you would you let somebody slap you for a vacation? Definitely not me, but <laughs> a vacation. No, be good. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna be on. Not on video, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna be in Jamaica with a bag of ice on my head. <laughs> yeah, good bro smacked bro smacked the taste out of his fucking mouth. Good lord. I swear I thought his tongue hit the fucking wall. He fell so hard. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> hey man. Shout out to that man. I hope he spent his money wisely. Or I hope he saved her. I hope he I hope he did everything he wanted to do with it, all right? Even if he took it to go get drugs and get high, I hope he enjoyed himself. Mm-hmm. I just hope he didn't smack for no reason. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. You got anything else? There was a little story about a guy named uh, Derek Jackson. I oh, it was yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about this nigga yet. Uh, you know, um, the male Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> that was funny Because I didn't know who this guy was But he He surely set the internet on fire Yeah So do you care to uh, give the background story to that? Uh, so basically he was ju- He's just like a Social media influencer But really He's uh, again One of those relationship coaches Like the Red Table Talk like Jada, it's, yeah. it's pretty similar to the Jada Biggett thing where just saying like, um, don't cheat. Be a good person. You're yeah. gonna get. You're gonna have the greatest relationship ever. Not only that, but he would regularly like attack individuals. Like yeah. he attacked Lil Duval. He attacked mm. uh, Charlemagne the God, saying like showing clips of them and saying like this is not what you should do. This is disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was uh, literally out there for the smoke, like attacking individuals also. Yeah. And uh yeah, it turns out uh he was full of shit. And <laughs> as most human <laughs> beings are. Uh Lil Duval put up like twelve Instagram posts of me. I love Lil Duval so much. <laughs> that's probably that's probably my favorite social media account to follow. Yeah. So the reason why Lil Duval went so hard is because he directly, you know, went at him. Exactly, exactly. Uh so yeah. Uh and you know, I, I felt bad for his wife. It, you could tell oh, her, man. you could tell her mind was breaking during the video. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and I was just leaving her alone, uh, yeah. and just need to focus on him because uh, just the hypocrisy. He he needs to get what he deserves. Okay, so apparently this guy, right? Apparently he makes YouTube videos in his car. Just like I said, just berating everybody that. Has just berating people, right? Yeah. And then apparently he's written books, mm-hmm. and like he's like he's for some, like he's he's pretty big in the you know relationship uh, advice community apparently. Yeah. And oh my god, it's just it's just it just pretty much just proves the fact that people are full of shit, and it's just like I've I've said this from the day in day out. Like the main people, if somebody tells me. That they are 
not full of shit, I'm going to think they're full of shit. It's all when, yeah. Uh, when when someone compliments themselves, for me, that's a huge yellow flag. And what I mean by that is when some I, I understand there are some people out there that they need to verbally affirm themselves to give themselves confidence. OK, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But most of the time, when someone compliments themselves, when someone says, I'm a good person, I'm a good friend, or when someone, most of the time, when someone compliments themselves, that gives me a warning sign. Not all the time, but most of the time. Yeah, I feel like there's a certain amount of humility. I don't, I don't think that thinking you're a good person is bad. I feel like uh, advertising I, I, that you're a good person. Yeah. I feel like saying you should never have to say you're a good person. Like Because your work should speak for yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's especially when it comes to relationships. So like, granted, I've had a lot of relationship talks uh, with, uh, with one of my friends and it's so funny because the main premise of any relationship advice I've said, given, or anything is that, bro, if you want to make it, you're going to have to make it because mm-hmm. everybody is shitty. So, my, my, my <laughs> bro, bro I, I kid you not, my main premise on how I live my life and dealing with other people mm-hmm. is that people ain't shit, so don't be surprised when people begin to show you that they ain't shit. That's mm-hmm. really, like, I kind of believe in the good in humanity. Like, I believe in the good in humanity. Like, I understand mm-hmm. that there is good in every single person and that there are people sometimes get put in circumstantial um, situations and a whole bunch of stuff like that. So I believe in the good in humanity, but I don't expect it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because expecting somebody to do what they're supposed to do always backfires, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they have the whole saying, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, it's just it's, there's just a lot of stuff that I feel like people aren't uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, in tune with their self about. Mm-hmm. So they can't necessarily they're they're blinded by their uh, their vision of themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe not what they are right now, but their vision of what they want to be as a person clouds mm-hmm. what they actually are as a person. And that's kind of my main, I guess, I just don't think, I just don't, I don't expect anything from anybody. Nobody owes me anything. And surely enough, it's always, people are stupid and they will never cease to amaze me. So. Yeah. And I've always said that there's no such thing as a relationship guru. Right. I. If you want to make it work, you're going to make it work, shit. Not Um, only that. But also, like, only, only your spouse knows the answers of a problem. They may not know it consciously, but the answer to the problem is in them. It's only in them. And, w- you know... I might need you to explain that a little bit more. Definitely. So, uh, the relationship guru is like, a man thinks like this. A man does this. Mm-hmm. You and it's basically saying, "This is how men are." So you should approach the problem like this because your spouse is a man, and this is how he thinks. Oh. And I think that is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like we one are, size does not fit all. Exactly. I mean, of of course, there's trends, but we're all individuals, and like going to someone else who doesn't even know your partner. Mm-hmm. And them just saying, okay, tell me his gender and his sign, and I'll tell you what to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Astrology shit. He's a cancer man. Oh, go do this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. And back to what I was saying is, like, with, I feel like therapy is okay because therapy, there's a person there that's like a mediator that is helping communication. It, right. The therapist, the therapist doesn't tell you what to do. The therapist is helping the communication between you and your partner, which is what needs to happen. Or helping the communication between you and yourself, too, honestly. That, too, right. So I think, like, therapy is good. But, like, these relationship gurus where it's like, 
It's just giving advice based on like super time just because he's a man and he's, you know, and uh, like that is bullshit. But yeah, the whatever the problem is, it's in your partner and you know, they may not know it. You may have to do some work digging it out, but you shouldn't go to Derek Jackson or Jada Pinkett Smith for the answer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Steve Harvey. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yo, they, they said that, oh, my God. It was like Will Smith and, no, it was somebody else. No, it was Will Smith. They put a picture of Will Smith and his and her husband together, or in her, in his wife together right yeah and they imagine just having to sit there on camera in front of the entire world and just get embarrassed while this person tells the entire world that they were fucking around on you yeah, yeah. oh my god that's <laughs> yeah. like bro i don't know that's just i i just i just do not see what purpose it serves mm-hmm. or why people feel the need to um, to basically tell anybody, like, mm-hmm. bro, if it's my business, it's my business. I ain't got shit to tell. I ain't got shit to prove. I ain't got nothing to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know people have their brands and stuff like that. But yeah, I feel like that's that's where a lot of people go wrong. I, this, this is my personal opinion, but I feel mm-hmm. like brands, people having their brand, obviously, you know, it might benefit them professionally. But personally, I feel like. Somebody having like if you have your brand, so like if your social media is your brand, or you know whatever else, if your brand is this, I feel having a brand kills um, person, not personality, mm-hmm. but it kills your relatability. You feel me? Like if you're actually trying to connect with somebody, or if you're actually trying to do whatever, I feel like people's brand they start to think, is this on brand for me to do, or is this on brand for me to say? But mm-hmm. it's not necessarily you know, the truest form of themselves. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it is what it is. But, hey, man, I think I think that might sum it up for today. Yeah, yeah. So, once again, this has been an episode of The Blind Leading the Blind. Yep. Thanks for joining. See y'all next week. Peace.